WOR, New York. The following program is sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. We can hardly look at New York Magazine or New Jersey Monthly without seeing advertisements for cosmetic surgery. We go on websites and see incredible before and after photos. Is this a good thing or an avenue for deception? We'll explore cosmetic surgery advertising tonight. Stay tuned. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. On Saturday evenings, I trade my liposuction cannula for a microphone and give you straight talk about cosmetic surgery. I use my surgical training at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago, as well as almost two decades of teaching plastic surgery at Robert Wood Johnson and the University of Pennsylvania Medical Schools to give you the answers to your cosmetic surgery questions. Many of you are thinking about cosmetic surgery but have not taken that first step and had a consultation. Well, this is your obligation to ask, is your no obligation chance to ask those questions. It's not your obligation. My perspective on plastic surgery is colored by the 10 years I spent on New Jersey's State Board of Medical Examiners, and that's the governing body for doctors in the state of New Jersey. My patients and colleagues know me as a straight shooter, having practiced cosmetic surgery in the Princeton and Bridgewater, New Jersey areas for nearly two decades. On this show, we talk about making you look better and making you look younger. This is a show about well, drooping jowls and, and really large breasts and ears that have been mangled by earrings. I bring you information and news about America's favorite topic, cosmetic surgery, and this is the straight-talking plastic surgery show. No hype here. The phone number at WOR in Manhattan, the heart of cosmetic surgery in the United States, is 212-528-0129. That's 212 212- Five two eight zero one two nine, and you can call the show and call early so we get all the phone calls in. But remember that the advice I give on this show is general. If you have a real medical issue, you'll need to be examined by your own doctor to get more specific advice. You can call and ask me questions. Remember, the radio consultation is free, and the number again is two one two five two eight zero one two nine. And you can email us during the week at wor at periplasticsurgery dot com. That's wor at periplasticsurgery.com. So, if you're eating dinner at Carabas on Route Twenty Two in Greenbrook with my friend PJ tonight, or if you're still at the Changes Salon in Franklin Township with Hillary, or if you're driving to a dinner in Manalapan, this is a show for you. So. Call in early and uh, call in to 212-528-0129. And if you like my straight-talking approach to cosmetic surgery, remember, my new book, Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery, can be pre-ordered on Amazon.com. It's going to be published by Yale University Press in a few months, and you can get it on Amazon.com. And you can check out the newly designed website at periplasticsurgery.com. I've had a lot of comments from people, again, that I don't give out my office phone number enough on the show. If you're nervous about being on the radio and you don't want your voice to be carried from Maine to Virginia on the 50,000 watts of WOR, well, then you can call me at my office at 732-422-9600 or come in for a consultation. Well, let's talk cosmetic surgery. Until a decade ago, it was considered unethical to show photos of patients on websites. Unethical. But plastic surgeons 
wanted to be able to show their photos. So the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, well, they changed their guidelines. But is this a good thing? Can you trust photos in advertisements and websites? When I was on the New Jersey State Board of Medical Examiners, we had a lot of advertising complaints. In fact, I was chairman of the advertising committee for almost 10 years. One very interesting story was about a plastic surgeon who had a photograph in a newspaper, a very well-seen newspaper in the area, and the photograph was of, uh, it said, laser on top, and it was an absolutely spectacular pre- and post-operative photograph. And those photographs were, uh, as it turns out, not his own photographs, but from a textbook which was published by a plastic surgeon in Miami in the uh, 1960s, and it was a photograph of chemical peel, not of laser. And so when the plastic surgeon in Miami was notified of this, he uh, uh, happened to be uh, on the American Board of Plastic Surgery, so not a good guy to take photos from. Uh, he uh, notified the New Jersey uh, State Board of Medical Examiners, and this resulted in an $18,000 fine for the uh, surgeon and a public reprimand. And I can tell you that this is not the only case of this. Many photographs that you see in advertisements are not actually the patients of the people who put the photos in. And, in fact, many models are in, uh, in those advertisements. And you know, the question is, did that model have the procedure done by that plastic surgeon? Well, in the state of New Jersey, if you put someone's photograph in an uh, advertisement, you really are supposed to say that they either had the procedure or didn't have a procedure by you. And the other question is whether or not it's appropriate to have testimonials in advertisements because if you see some famous celebrity in an advertisement, uh, you know, do we know if uh, that person was paid for that uh, testimonial or did they receive a free procedure in uh, exchange for the testimonial. Those things are supposed to be in the advertisements, and it's very important for the public to be able to judge an advertisement and determine whether it's honest or not. We need to know those details. So can you believe those ads? What does it mean when a large-breasted, perfect-figured woman appears in an ad for cosmetic surgery? Well, what does that mean? Does it mean anything to you? Is it uh, something the public wants to see, this kind of advertisement? Or, uh, or are words just enough? And when we go to websites, how many of you have looked at websites and seen bad results? We don't see bad results on websites. We only see perfect results. And what does that mean? Is that an implied guarantee, then, that that doctor only has perfect results? Shouldn't really, to be realistic, the surgeon put maybe some really good results and some average results, and how about some bad results on websites? But you don't see those bad results on websites. I choose not to put pictures on my websites, on my website, because I don't think it's fair to patients. When patients come into my office, I do show them photographs of average patients. We show, oh, some wow, some spectacular photographs, and I'll show some less-than-perfect scars. Yes, everybody has some patients with less than perfect scars. You know, my chief at the University of Chicago used to say that the only, pay, the only surgeons that don't have complications and the only surgeons that don't have bad scars are either surgeons that have been in practice only a few months or liars because everybody who's honest has potential problems. And the only doctors that say they don't, well, they're the doctors you really want to stay away from because even the best, the best at Harvard and the best in all parts of the country will admit that they have 
potential problems. And across the United States, rhinoplasty, for instance, 15% redo rate across the United States. From the uh, the guy in Dallas and the guy in uh, Los Angeles who do the most cosmetic surgery on the nose in the country to the guy in Parsippany. Hopefully I don't know uh, the guy in Parsippany. But everybody has about the same complication rate if they're a good board-certified uh, plastic surgeon. The number here at WOR is 212-528-0129. I'd like to hear from you. If you've got some interesting stories about advertisements that you like or that you don't like, go ahead and give me a call. Lenny, you've been hanging on the line. What's your wrinkle, Lenny? What can I do for you? Yeah, hi. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, birthmark, congenital, subcutaneous. I think it's called a hematioma. Veins gone wild. <laughs> is there anything, you know, I'm 54 now, so, uh, but it's, it's really sort of terrorized my psyche. Um, is there anything that can be done surgically? Where is it? Uh, thigh. On your thigh. How big is it? Uh, gee, three, about four or five inches, uh, like, like a circle. Bright red? Yeah, and blue. Okay, and does it, does it protrude from your skin or is it flat? Flat. Okay. And, and you had no treatment for this? No. Oh, well, you know, lasers have been around since the Argonne laser, which was first used by Joel Noe at Beth Israel Hospital in Boston, where I trained. In yeah. 1981, we used the Argonne laser, but the lasers are much better than that now. But that can deal with something like a subcutaneous tumor with a ganglia of veins. Well, I, well, I thought I you said it was flat. Well, it's flat, but, I, but it protrudes under the skin. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, it, well, it all depends. It, it depends yeah. on uh, if it's uh, something more cavernous. If it has some depth to it, then uh, yeah. you know it's it's possible that the laser can take some of the color out of the surface. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes we deal with those by ablating them, and sometimes radiologists will actually uh, go into the blood vessels that feed these uh, these hemangiomas and uh, put. Um, spheres of uh, something like plastic in to block off some of the blood flow. Mm. And then sometimes we surgically remove these. So, you know, it, 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 at first I thought you said it was a flat red, what's called a port wine stain. But no, you may, no, no, no. Okay, you may have something a little different. But certainly yeah. those things can be treated, and, uh, and most plastic surgeons uh, deal with that. It's uh, not quite cosmetic surgery. It's really reconstructive surgery in this instance. Uh, but uh, most plastic surgeons do deal with that, and, and more than likely, uh, there's something that can be done to help you. All right. I All won't right. give up. Okay, don't give up, Lenny. Plastic All surgery right, is here for you. Thank you so much. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and I'm your host, Dr. Arthur Perry. We're going to be back after these messages. can't think about cosmetic surgery without considering your teeth. Dr. Dean Vafiatis is the newest member of our advisory board. Dr. Dean's New York Smile Institute creates the most natural, beautiful smiles in the world. You can't have a beautiful face without a winning smile. Since 1995, Dr. Dean and the New York Smile Institute have become the preeminent aesthetic and implant specialists in Manhattan. They have provided happy smiles to over 10,000 people, including celebrities, sports figures, and CEOs of many Fortune 500 companies. In addition, they teach dental aesthetics to other professionals from around the world. Dr. Dean and the New York Smile Institute perform smile makeovers, natural porcelain veneers, teeth whitening, and, and dental implants. At the New York Smile Institute, the care and comfort of patients 
is the highest mission. Remember, you're really never dressed until you put on a smile. If a perfect, beautiful smile is what you've always wanted, call Dr. Dean and his associates at the New York Smile Institute at one 800 998 nysi Call today, one 800 998 NYSI or check out their website at www.nysi.org. I'm Dr. Barry Wasserman. So you've made the decision to have LASIK, laser vision correction. And because your eyes are so important to you, finding the right person to do your surgery should be the first concern. My approach is clear. I will personally perform your exam and answer all your questions. I will perform your surgery and see you for your follow-up visits. Of course, I will only perform surgery if I truly believe you will achieve excellent vision. I will make sure LASIK is safe and right for you. Visit my website, barrywasserman.com, or call me today at 877-598-EYES. You're listening to Plastic Surgery in the Air with Dr. Arthur Perry. Listeners to this show know that a good skincare regimen is the foundation for a healthy appearance, and vitamin C is an important part of that skincare program. Improve, protect, and restore your skin with Celex C. CellXC, the creator of the original patented formulation of topical vitamin C, pioneered vitamin C as an anti-aging skincare treatment. Since its introduction in 1991, CellXC has been the most effective topical vitamin C product used by physicians and skincare professionals to combat the visible signs of aging. CellXC remains the benchmark by which all other topical vitamin C products are measured. In a three-month scientific independent study, it was proven that the topical use of Celexi's vitamin C serum diminished the appearance of wrinkles by 84%, improved skin firmness by 47%, increased skin smoothness by 37%, improved skin tone and texture by 26%, and lessened discoloration by 32%. For more information about Celexi, call 1-800-903-4321 or visit www.celex-cusa.com. That's www.cellex-cusa.com. Celexi's professional formulation is designed to improve and restore the skin by protecting the skin's collagen. As we age, the production of collagen in our skin decreases, contributing to the visible signs of aging. Celexi's formulation, combining vitamin C, zinc, and L-tyrosine, helps reduce fine lines and wrinkles while smoothing the skin. Additionally, it protects the skin from future damage caused by free radicals and UV exposure. After four to six weeks of using Celexi's vitamin C serum, the skin feels smoother and firmer, while lines and wrinkles appear less pronounced. Celexc offers a full range of science-based products providing skincare solutions to help all skin types look, act, and feel younger. To find out where you can purchase Celexc, call 1-800-903-4321. That's 1-800-903-4321. Or visit www.celex-cusa.com. That's www.celex-cusa.com. Do you wonder what you'd look like with a more attractive nose? Do you have a large nose or a hump or a wide tip? If so, you may be a candidate for a rhinoplasty. Dr. Arthur Perry, host of Plastic Surgery in the Air, has a particular interest in rhinoplasty surgery. He tackles not only straightforward rhinoplasties, but also difficult second procedures. Dr. Perry uses the newest techniques to give you an individualized result. To schedule a consultation with Dr. Perry, call 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out his website at periplasticsurgery.com. 
And welcome back. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. We're here at WOR in the heart of Manhattan, and the phone number here is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. Rosemary, you've been hanging on the line. What is your wrinkle? What can I do for you? Well, as I said, is there an age limit? I'm uh, 86 year old. And I had, in 1974, I had a facelift, and my nose a little refined. It wasn't that bad. It was a little bulgy. And actually, I was satisfied. Uh, but uh, now, of course, so many years later, uh, my face sort of drooped. And since the eyelids were done, uh, if I relax my face, actually the eyelids are uh, kind of little... Uh, Creepy looking. I don't mean creepy. I mean creepy. It's too far down, you know. <laughs> and um, when my neck is a little uh, not so neat, it looks like uh, uh, well, f- lots of creases in it, you know. My skin is not that bad. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm German, and my my skin is almost like an Irish person. Now, Rosemary, you, you said you're 86 years old. Are you healthy? Well, basically, yes. I I am on blood pressure medication, but. But other than that, I have no terrible problems, you okay. know. Well, you know, um, you're at the uh, the upper limit of what we do cosmetic surgery. Oh, on, I but, can but, imagine, but, yeah. But not, uh, not excluded. You would uh, certainly need to be cleared by an internist. And actually, depending on what you wanted to have done, I would have you see a cardiologist beforehand. Uh-huh. You need to be in good shape for surgery. You don't want to have a complication and, no. uh, and cause a problem. But if you're in good shape... And if you don't have any real medical problems, then you could have a surgical procedure, or you might consider some of the lesser procedures. And at your age, that's probably what I would recommend. There are there are things that we can do to make you look better without being quite as invasive as, let's uh-huh. say, another facelift or an eyelid lift. So there are things like peels on your skin and uh, and laser procedures and filling procedures and Botox, and, and those certainly can make you look better and give you a refreshed appearance without subjecting you maybe to some of the risks of surgery. Because at 86, uh, yeah. you're certainly going to have a little higher complication rate than, uh, let's say, if you were 50. Yeah. Uh, but but you're not excluded, and there certainly are things that uh, that can be used to help you. So what you do is, uh, first thing I do is probably visit your internist, tell him that you're interested in maybe having some sort of procedure, and get his opinion. And if he says no, I would respect that. Uh-huh. But if he says, look, you're in good shape, uh, you know, you're not on uh, on lots of medications and your heart is okay, then make that appointment with the plastic surgeon, and uh, and I wish you the best of luck. Well, you don't think you would do that, no? Would I? I'd have, be happy to see you. And uh, we'd look you over, and we'd talk about all the different aspects of cosmetic surgery. We'd start at a skincare program and go all the way up to facelift, and we'd talk about it and see uh, if one of those procedures is appropriate for you. Uh, but you uh, located in New Jersey, right? Yes, in New Jersey, over the Hudson River, and about uh, it's about 45 minutes from Manhattan. Uh-huh. You don't have an office in Manhattan? No? Not yet. You never know, though. Oh, not yet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not this year, but Rosemary, thanks so much for calling, and uh, do give the office a call if you'd like. Uh, this is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and the phone number here again is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. We have up next our Plastic Surgery in the Air correspondent, Meredith Perry, who's joining us with tonight's 
Flap of the Week. And now, it's time for the Flap of the Week. This is Meredith Perry. Dr. Perry has been flapping about bizarre things in plastic surgery for several months now. I wish more patients would listen. In the last few weeks, we've seen some really bizarre lips in our office. We've seen lips that had so much filler put in that they looked like something out of Star Trek. And Dr. Perry saw a woman recently who had silicone placed in her lips. There's nothing to be done about that. And he's seen two women recently who had permanent makeup on their lips. The jobs were so bad they looked like clowns. Again, there's not much we can do to fix this problem. Dr. Perry warned about this on past shows. And this week, Dr. Perry saw a woman who tried to remove her own tattoo with TCA chemical peel. Remember when he flapped about that recently? Do yourself a favor. When you want to make permanent changes in your body, find a doctor who is qualified to do the procedure. Permanent tattooing is potentially dangerous and is hard to fix. Eyeliner is reasonable, because most people don't change the color of their eyeliner. But eyebrows are more dangerous, and permanent lipstick is foolish. Permanent cheek makeup is plain stupid. Remember that surgery is permanent. Let's all use some common sense when altering our bodies. And that's the Flap of the Week. And thank you, Meredith, for that very interesting report. Jonathan, you're up next. What's your wrinkle? What can I do for you? Yeah, I was wondering, my wife saying that between her eyes, she has like a frown, and she was saying maybe Botox would be good for that. To remove that or to fix it or something? Now, did you say Botox? That's the tax on cosmetic surgery in New Jersey. It's Botox. <laughs> Botox, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding with you. So uh, where is this wrinkle? In between her eyes, by, by, by the eyelids, in between right in the middle, right, right above where the nose is, right uh-huh. in the middle by a, it's like a, I guess a frown line or something, what do you call that? Yeah, Botox is a wonderful drug for that. Exact. In fact, that's the first area that Botox was used for wrinkles. Uh, we call that kind of the 11 between the brows. There's usually two parallel lines uh, when the uh, when the eyebrows are brought together to snarl at someone. That is what is created. So what we do with Botox is uh, I inject the Botox into that muscle, and anywhere from two days to two weeks later, the muscle stops working. And then the the wrinkle gradually settles down. Now, this is for your wife or for yourself? Yeah, my wife, I was saying. How old that. is she? She's 53. Okay, good. She's uh, That wrinkle is probably not too well established now, and it usually starts to form in the mid-40s. Uh, the older you get, the longer it's going to take for that wrinkle to settle down uh, using Botox. So in the oh, hold on, here she is right here. Hold on, here's this thing back about the Botox. <laughs> well, bring her in. Hello. Hi. Okay, we've we, we've arranged with your husband already to give you Botox. I don't know if you know that or not. No, I don't. <laughs> and you're on the radio, so let's keep the language clean, please. <laughs> so your husband uh, said that you have this wrinkle. Botox is used uh, uh, very commonly uh, to treat the uh, wrinkle between the brows. Uh, it's a uh, it's a procedure that takes about ten minutes to do, and Botox lasts between two months and six months on average, about four months. It's got to be repeated. The wrinkle gradually settles down. The interesting thing about Botox is uh, when people use it continuously, and that means they really don't let it wear off, then the muscle gets permanently damaged. And I've had people, once they hit about two and a half to three years of continuous Botox, the uh, the muscle seems to really go away, and it takes a long, long time for it to come back. I've had people go a year and a half between injections. 
So uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be given every six months once we really destroy uh, that muscle. And by the way, the only reason to have that muscle is so that you uh, frighten away other people who are fighting you for your food. Think of your dog. How much is that? Well, Botox will uh, range anywhere. It's probably in the $500 per area. And what that means is uh, between the brows is one area, the forehead is one area, the crow's feet is another area. Uh, we also inject it into what's called the bunny lines. Those are those little lines in the uh, side of your nose. Uh, and uh, usually what happens is after the first area, uh, subsequent areas are discounted. So it's not just 500, 500, 500. It usually gets discounted. Most plastic surgeons do it effect? that way. Very, very few side effects with Botox. If the uh, plastic surgeon knows what he's doing, uh, then what happens is uh, the Botox treats the muscle, and uh, that's about it. If, however, the Botox is injected outside of that muscle, it can drift to other muscles. And there have been cases of uh, double vision. There have been cases of drooping eyelids. Now, fortunately, I haven't had any of those uh, issues, but they are, they are in the literature. And, in fact, I saw a woman about five years ago who had Botox just two weeks after a facelift, and it did paralyze half of her face. And it probably was an error having uh, this was another doctor injected it right after the facelift. We really have to let the tissue heal after surgery, so we don't want to do Botox real soon after surgery because we want it to be contained to the muscle that we're injecting it in. Okay, Esther? Okay. Uh, Jonathan? It, doesn't, it doesn't affect the site, though, at all. It doesn't interfere with the sight since it's it's in between the uh, eyebrows. Right. It does not affect vision. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's never been reported to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. And is it any period where you can't do certain things after you have it or... Well, it actually it takes about two hours for the, the Botox to fix to the muscle. And just to be on the safe side, I don't have my patients exercise for about a day after having the Botox. Uh, I like people to stay reasonably tranquil for about, uh, about, 24, uh, about two hours, I'm sorry, afterwards and not exercise for two days. Uh, Jonathan and Jonathan's wife, we've got to take a break now. This is Dr. Arthur Perry with Plastic Surgery in the Air. We'll be back after these words. Cosmetic surgery is the surgery of change. Dr. Arthur Perry, the host of Plastic Surgery in the Air, is a board-certified plastic surgeon who specializes in cosmetic surgery. Dr. Perry's practice is dedicated to procedures such as rhinoplasty, liposuction, eyelid lifts, breast augmentations, and tummy tucks. Dr. Perry uses his 19-year experience and his training at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago to individualize your care. From your first consultation to the removal of your stitches, you'll experience careful attention to detail. Dr. Perry will not cut corners, and he won't play games. Dr. Perry has been chosen annually since 1999 as one of Castle Connolly's top New York area doctors. He was one of four New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Life magazine and one of eight New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Monthly. To schedule a consultation with Dr. Perry, call 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out his website at perryplasticsurgery.com. Plastic Surgery in the Air with Dr. Arthur Perry. If you've been thinking about improving your vision with LASIK, I have great news. Laser vision correction is now better, safer, and more accurate. Hi, I'm Dr. Barry Wasserman. Using the upgraded Vizex Star S4 laser and custom view technology, I can custom tailor your correction to achieve your personal best vision because everyone's eyes are unique. Having LASIK is a major decision that will change your life forever. 
I want every patient to have the best technology with an exceptional staff who really cares. I will personally examine your eyes and answer all of your questions. I will perform your procedure and see you for your follow-up visits. Personal care and attention sets us apart from the rest, which means I take care of my patients, not just their eyes. I will make sure LASIK is safe and right for you. Whether you're nearsighted, farsighted, or have an astigmatism, make the call today to Dr. Wasserman and schedule your free LASIK exam. Be sure to ask about interest-free financing options. Call 877-598-EYES or visit him on the web at barrywasserman.com. And welcome back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and you're listening to Plastic Surgery in the Air. We've got time for one more phone call. Esther, you've been hanging on. What's your wrinkle? What can I do for you? Yes, doctor. I had heart surgery last year, and I have a lot of a very red, thick scar on my chest. Okay. How old are you, Esther? 54. And what was the heart surgery for? Was it for a, a coronary disease or a valve problem? Valve problem. Valve. So you've got good coronary arteries. I believe so, yeah. Good. Well, uh, and it's how long ago? One year? Yeah. Okay. That's called a hypertrophic scar, and it's very common after heart surgery, and sometimes it takes several years to settle down. Uh, there are several things that you could do non-surgically to help that. Uh, steroid injections are helpful. Uh, and the other thing is a laser, something called a YAG laser. That's also helpful for helping uh, that red-raised scar settle down. You know, it's interesting, about a a year ago, there was a study published in uh, the journal Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery, and it showed that by placing paper tape, just paper tape, on these hypertrophic scars and keeping it continuously on them, they can settle down uh, a lot faster than without that paper tape, probably because it heats up the scar and maybe keeps it a little moist. So there's some surgical things and some non-surgical things that you can do for that scar. And uh, But if you do absolutely nothing, it'll probably settle over time. So thanks so much for your phone call, and I wish you the best, Esther. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry uh, with Plastic Surgery in the Air. We're here every Saturday night. Don't forget to call my Council of Advisors if you have questions about ophthalmology. Dr. Barry Wasserman at 877-598-EYES. And Dr. Dean Vafiatis, the dentist, 212-319-6363. Noah, thank you very much for your, your assistance today. And thanks so much for the new to the new correspondent, Meredith. We'll see you next week. The preceding program was sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. Dr. Joy Brown has the solutions to life's personal problems. Catch her weekdays from noon till 2 on 710 WOR.